Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening to AFR. And... uh, if you want to watch on Facebook or YouTube, go there and type in Today's Issues, Today's Issues on AFR. Uh, f- folks, most of you know this. This is an opinion. Well, we like to talk about facts, right? Right. And good night. But uh, this is also uh, an opinion program. So We're we- a cornucopia of both facts and opinions. Which Did is- you say cornucopia? Cornucopia. <laughs> Which Sometimes is a, corny. Which is a horn. <laughs> the horn of plenty. The horn <laughs> the horn of the horn of plenty, which is would be a great name for like a, a polka band. <laughs> I think if you had the ladies and gentlemen, a welcome to the stage. Band. The horn of plenty from uh, Wisconsin. They're here to share polka. Uh, polka they they're gonna do a little polka rap mix. Uh anyway. Anyway, uh, that, that so I just say that to say uh, went off the rails quickly. Some, uh, I think most people understand that, but we we don't like people who listen to us and support us getting mad at us because Tim says something they don't agree with, right? Or Ed says something they don't agree with. Uh, so sometimes that's going to happen when you give opinions on various and sundry topics, right? So I think most people understand that. We certainly don't want to give out misinformation, right? And be fl- according to YouTube, we do that all the time. <laughs> we <don't>. right. <laughs> Misinformation. So uh, anyway, I think most people understand that. Steve Jordahl is with us today, right, Steve? I talk, am. Talk I about am. misinformation. Yeah, I Steve, know, right? Steve's <laughs> captain information right here. I do my uh, best. Yeah. All right, Steve. Uh, good morning. to Hey, Steve, before you talk here, yes, and sir. I know I've already opened the door for you to no, no, Tim, I'm going to go. <laughs> no, please stay, Steve. We need you. Uh, we need you. I just wanted to say that our uh, spiritual heritage tours are filling up quick since mandates are over and uh, the country's opening back up. People are now signing up to go with us, and we're going to be, I will be full in another month. So if you want to go on one of our uh, spiritual heritage tours in 2022, we uh, welcome you to uh, check into that. We go to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon, George Washington's Mount Vernon, and we see all the sites of our nation's capital in three days. And then we also go to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. And it's fascinating to visit those places and learn about early American history and even pre, uh, even colonial times. So Stephen McDowell, the Providence Foundation, uh, will join me, and we'll and Allison, my wife, and I will uh, host the uh, tour with Stephen and Beth, his wife. So it's going to be a wonderful time. We have a lot of fun, great food, great fellowship with AFR listeners from across the country. If that's something you're interested in in June and September of this year, uh, go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com for all the information. Spiritualheritagetours, with an S, dot com. The dates, the cost, the itinerary. Uh, everything is there. Steve, go. All right. Um, Fred, you told me you hadn't done Canada or Russia? Canada. Canada. Let's talk Canada. 
Yes, let's talk Canada. <laughs> so Justin Trudeau, uh, as we, I think, said yesterday, introduced emergency powers there. Uh, last night, the Canadian Parliament voted to make that legal or codified it. Extended. Extended it. Um, but it's now not just Justin Trudeau's executive order. It has the backing of Parliament. And there are those that are saying they want to make it permanent, that uh, now they want the power ongoing, even after this crisis goes away, to um, want to make it permanent that they can freeze bank accounts and just basically uh, come down hard on everybody uh, at, at, on their, at their own whim. Uh, interesting to hear Tucker Carlson last night. He's, he had a little bit of a, uh, uh, he, he, as you know, he starts his program with a monologue and often just really hits up some good stuff. He was talking about what it takes uh, for, for authoritarian governments, in this case Canada, to keep going. I want you to listen to cut six. What do you do next? How do you make this moment last forever? There's only one way. You must find a new emergency that justifies making your powers permanent. If you're going to remain God, you're going to need a devil to fight. So if you're wondering why so many Western leaders suddenly are vilifying their own populations, people they were supposed to represent, this is why. Find an enemy, create a crisis, stay in power forever. It's the oldest recipe for tyranny that there is. If we don't recognize it in our own age, it's only because nothing like this was supposed to happen in a democracy. But it is happening, most clearly in Canada. Last week, Justin Trudeau used a peaceful trucker strike to declare martial law. Trudeau seized control of the police. He shut down opposition media coverage. He declared himself the final arbiter of all financial transactions in the nation of Canada. These are dictatorial powers, but they were necessary, Trudeau explained, because this was an emergency. White supremacists and other sedition-minded forces backed by foreign saboteurs, sound familiar, threatened the very existence of Canada. The truckers were effectively an invading army. Yeah, it's very troubling. What happened in what's called the House of Commons in Ottawa last night, Parliament there, is that the far-left party, it's called the New Democratic Party, got together with Trudeau's Liberal Party, and they outnumbered the Conservatives and the Party Quebecois. And uh, that, that meant there was a bid to end Trudeau's Emergency Act, so that failed. So now, now it continues. You know, we've also seen some very troubling videos that have come out. There was a video of a trucker who had already surrendered. He was down on his knees with his hands behind his back. He is dragged by the cops, and the video shows him being kneed. In other words, the cop is driving his knee into this guy's side over and over again. There's also now video that I have to, in full disclosure, say if the authorities say they're investigating. Remember we talked, I think, yesterday about the uh, cops using horses at one right. point uh, and trampling a woman who was in a walker. She was using a walker. There's now apparently audio of one of the cops bragging about how great it was. And wasn't it, it wasn't incredible us to see us doing that with our horses. Uh, so that that's troubling. But there's another piece of audio that uh, I know Steve has isolated. This is uh, Christia Freeland, who is the finance minister in Canada. Now, I want you to listen. When And Steve mentioned this. It is the desire now of the Trudeau uh, administration to keep on with this penalty of freezing the bank accounts and assets of people 
who they don't politically agree with. All right? Have a listen to this so you know I'm not just uh, going off on a conspiracy thing. This is the Finance Minister of Canada, Christia Freeland, Cut 14. We will be putting forward uh, measures to put those tools permanently in place. Uh, the authorities of FinTrack, I believe, do need to be expanded to cover crowdsourcing platforms uh, and uh, payment platform and their payment providers. Uh, so that's, that is something that we need to do and we will do, and that needs to be in place permanently. So there you have it. We're, we're not only going to attract the characters that we think are bad actors at a protest. We're also going to start tracking and persecuting those who may contribute to a funding source for these individuals. Another very troubling video that I've seen in the last 24 hours, there was a coffee shop there in Ottawa that had opened its stores to the protesters to come in and buy coffee. Uh, they arrived at this coffee shop, when I say they, the police the other day. Now, the coffee shop now was closed. This is after the Emergencies Act was put in place. It was closed, but the cops come to the door of this coffee shop, which is closed, and the video shows the owners inside. They didn't open the doors, but the cops wanted inside. There are no customers in there. The shop is closed. The owner is there. They want inside because he was serving coffee, uh, coffee to the protesters. This, this is the kind of stuff in China, folks. This is Hong Kong stuff now. This is downtown Moscow stuff. This is happening in Ottawa. Fred, this is what I don't understand. Um, in this country, our police have been maligned for being racist and uh, yes. shooting unarmed black men. And we have consistently here tried to divine or figure out using statistics what the truth is. And by far, most cops here are good people that really want to help the community and everything. But I'm seeing video after video of police in Canada that are being jackboot thugs. Mm -hmm. I've got another video, uh, uh, audio I, I'd like to play for you real quick. This is uh, a woman who was maybe going down to that same coffee shop. This is Ottawa. She was going to go down to the coffee shop. Some Ottawa police officers stopped her. And not only did they tell her that they were going to arrest her just for being there, when she was filming this, look at how they reacted to having um, a phone uh, uh, film the whole thing. Cut five. Now, I just want to get a coffee, okay? Why Can is I the get camera in my face right now? Are you here partaking? You walked right up now to you're me. in the red zone? I'm scared. I want to go for a coffee down there. Okay. Can I, can you, I go for a coffee? Where's the resident, ma'am? Right Do you now. live in this? You're no, not excluded here, from that. I, I'm Where do you live? Alberta. Time for you to leave. I can't even go down there for no, a coffee. No, go grab yourself a red leave. zone right now. If you don't leave right now, you will be arrested. Do you understand me? Take your camera and get out of here. Do you understand that? Walk away. Your phone doesn't need to be in our face when you're walking away. Go. How, how do the police get there? Well, let me let me just say this, and then Fred, it's your your homeland. Our our founders were brilliant men, okay? They understood human nature. They understood if you concentrate power, this is what you get. So, yeah, we look at China. We look at downtown Moscow. Uh, you, you talk about the fascists. Everyone's a fascist when, you're when the, the left is spewing the insults. But they understood. You don't have to live in China to have this kind of behavior going on. It is the aggregation of power that does it. 
which is why they set up a system for the separation of powers. But what's been happening in this country for the last 50 years plus is that the left has been concentrating power in the federal government. And what you're seeing in Canada with the emergency powers, the same thing during the COVID pandemic, okay, is you're seeing the left becoming authoritarian. This is not coming from the right. All the accusations are that people who are conservatives are the fascists. No, the fascists are on the left. This idea that you can't be a fascist on the left is, according to political science, is is lunacy. And and so what we're seeing in Canada is human nature, people being people without restraints. That's what you get, even in even in a country known for 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 politeness. And here's something really interesting: the words being used by Prime Minister Trudeau are really familiar to Americans. Um, misinformation from the other side, all right? Threats to democracy. We hear that down here. States want to bring in uh, proper voting rules. What do you hear from the left? That's a threat to democracy. Right. Uh, Hillary Clinton mentioned that in her speech to New York Democrats. A threat to democracy. Insurrection. Yeah. All the same words are being used by these leftist tyrants. Let me ask you something about Canada. Is uh, Setting aside the emergency provisions that Trudeau has instituted and now uh, the parliament has uh, continued, uh, if you're in Ottawa before all this, before two years ago, can a policeman ask you where you're from? Do you have to answer that in Canada? No, no. So if she had said, I'm not telling you, ordinarily she wouldn't have to tell where she's from in order to get a cup of coffee. No. This is because no. of the emergency powers. Well, he mentioned uh, you're in the red zone. They just declared a particular area a red zone. And uh, it sounds to me like these cops felt we can do anything to you. Yeah. You heard him say right at the end there, don't you dare. Yeah. She was walking away. Don't you dare take our picture. Yeah. Well, this is what the founders understood. And you know what? In Canada, the U.S., we're getting a civics lesson yes. about what the founders knew about human nature. Mm-hmm. And the question is, are we going to learn our lesson? Yep. What do you got next, Steve? Uh, let's uh, take a look at some viewing habits of uh, Democrats in this country. Fascinating stuff from the Nielsen Company, which takes the polls of how many people are watching what shows did you know, well, you did because I mentioned it in our store meeting this morning, the number one most watched show between in for Democrats, this is uh, among news channels, in the 25 to 54 age range, which is the prime demographic, the people that get all the money, the people that are after, the number one watched show among Democrats is Tucker Carlson Tonight. Mm-hmm. And second on uh, that list is... Rachel Maddow, but she's tied with the five again on Fox. Third and fourth, uh, Sean Hannity and Greg Gutfeld. Mm-hmm. Fox has four of the top five shows that are watched by Democrats in this country. And I don't think that all of a sudden Democrats have decided, well, we want to expand our media diet, so we're going to take a look at both sides. They're still in a bubble. It's just the same bubble that we're in, I think. Uh, when we talked about this this morning, I think the uh, a possible explanation for that is someone like Tucker Carlson. I think you have a lot of traditional liberals in the Democratic Party that are concerned about individual freedoms and civil liberties 
who are paying attention to people like Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson is talking about the increasing authoritarian nature of our society. And I think that bothers people on the right and the left. It doesn't bother the far left because they're all in because they believe they've got all the institutions of power. So they're calling the shots. Ah, that's that's a potential explanation for what these Democrats are thinking. Do you think, Ed, that that translates to votes come 22 and 24? Uh, I, I believe it does. And I think Virginia showed us that. Well, that that's a good point. Virginia is a deep blue state, deep blue state. And it totally flipped to red. And San Francisco with the uh, San Francisco the school board kicking, members. kicking out the those three members. That's possible. What what I think has happened is that these traditional liberals are scared of what they're seeing from the far far left liberals, especially in big cities. In big cities, I I, I know that's the case in Virginia. Uh, you know the polling showed that you had a tremendous movement across political lines, across racial lines. To the Republican Party, because number one in Virginia, they saw their kids' freedom being taken away. And I don't care. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Liberal moms and dads, moms and dads who are traditional liberals, they love their kids. And they said, enough with the masks, enough with the critical race theory garbage. We're not going to put up with this anymore. Well, and and let me say, say something else, too. The far left that is driving all this lunacy in the big cities Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying her explanation for the high crime rates and the spiraling out of control in the big cities, rather than provide answers, she says it's because welfare benefits are no longer uh, as widespread. That's her explanation. I think for a large chunk of Democrats, they're going to say that's baloney. And if that's your solution... Yes. Our city's going to get worse. AOC has painted herself into a corner with a defund the cops, a defund ICE talk, all over, and she can't step back from that, so she has to find some other boogeyman for crime. Oh, she can find one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has, there's a limitless amount, yes. <laughs> number of boogeymans for AOC. Indeed. You're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network, uh, Tim Fred, Ed, and Steve, and if you want to watch us on the internet, Facebook or YouTube, just type in today's issues. If you want to send us an email, go to this address, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Next story, Steve. This is a really sad, tragic story out of Utah, and uh, a gentleman there was going through a drive through uh, with his kids in the car, had a three-year-old and a four-year-old in the back seat. They messed up his order at McDonald's. He got really upset. He goes back around, and he pulls a gun out on the drive through people. They call the cops. The cops get this guy out of the car, and he turns around and tells his four-year-old child in the back seat to shoot the police. The child has somehow access to this gun and does. A four-year-old shot the police at the direction of the dad who was upset with the police because they were arresting him. Uh, it, it, it's baffling to me how we can get this far from... Sanity. Well, for one thing, I will say there are so many people who seem to be wound up so tight. Yeah. I mean, to lose it because they get your order wrong. What what, was it? What what fast food? At a McDonald's. Okay. Now, let me just say this. Every once in a while, I like McDonald's. Okay. But if you're going through the drive-thru and you think you can get your order right all the time, 
Okay, I'm just saying, you you live in in Wonderland, so you've got to expect. I know, I know Tim. Tim's not not allowed to leave the drive-through unless he checks right. to make sure all yeah. all the food yeah. is there. But for you to get wound up at going well, through a drive-through and then the, all the gun uh, nonsense, I, I would just say for any fast food restaurant, yes, that's place fair. in America, maybe in Canada too. <laughs> You need to lower your expectations. <laughs> I think we've all learned. If you've lived long enough, you've known yes. that. Mm-hmm. So when I go through a fast food uh, window, I just fully anticipate that, you know, I'm going to get two out of three of yes. what I wanted, <laughs> how I wanted it. And if, if that, you know what I'm saying? That's a win, huh? And, and, then, and then you are stuck in the, by the way, this is, that's a tragic story. That's very sad. That's a very serious story you're talking about. By the, the cop's okay. Yes. He is. He's injured. Okay. Injured, okay. Well, thank God okay. for that. Yes. But, uh, you know, when you, uh, that, that it's a, almost like a Seinfeld episode, that dilemma you're in when the fast food, you go through the fast food place, they hand you your bag, yeah, they, uh, your, which is your order. And sometimes you're ordering for two, three people. Maybe you have to go. Yeah. Okay. So you're at the window and there's a, there's 10 cars behind you. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. They're wanting their food. They're wanting to you to move on. Yeah. They see that you were just handed your yes. bag <laughs> of food. This is, this is all right. But, yes. but you is- feel like you really need to check the bag because if you leave there, it's over. Yeah. Huh? You're not. It's if, over, man. If, if you, what, what if you, even if you pull up and to check the bag. You're never open, getting back. No, you're, you're, are, are, then you, then you, what are you going to do? Walk in. You're not going to walk back to the window. Right. You'll, A lot you, of these places aren't open inside. Well, then you will get shot by, yeah. by, by somebody who's, who's in line. But are you walk? And then if you walk in. The person at the register up front, they don't know what you're talking about. Right. And they don't care. They've got five people standing in line themselves. Do you cut line and say, hey, listen, I just went through the drive through window and you messed up two of my sandwiches. I got to have something else. This is like a stand up routine. Yeah, no, this got, is brilliant. You're, you're going to have to fix this. Then the five people who are waiting in line look at you like, get in the back of the line. Yeah. Guy, we're, you drive through person. Yeah, you just think you're. Uh, you know, you're special here. You get special treatment. So I say all that to say w- lower your expectations. lower your expectations. <laughs> take what you get and 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 eat it and this, move on. I, I, I would just say this since since we've gone down this path. Yes, I, we, my wife and I have lowered our expectations. Yes, all I tell her when we get handed yes. the bag is, I said. Check and make sure there's two sandwiches and two fries. I don't care what they well, that, put on see, the sandwich. That's, that's lowering the expectation yes. to a reasonable. I just want to make sure that I've got something to hold on yes. to and eat. Yes. But now there's nothing worse. Well, there are things worse, too. But there, it's really bad when you you get your sandwich with a hamburger or whatever, and you, you, you bite into it. And you realize they put the wrong condiments on yes. there, right? Because you don't like mayonnaise on your hamburger, huh? It's That's harder. Right. It's harder to do this if you have like eighteen modifiers. I want no lettuce. I want extra oh, yeah. pickles. I you mean, can how do you that. check that? But you know what? I've I just decided if that happens to me, I just put the sandwich back in the wrapper, put it in the bag, 
and I go on with my day. And I, you know what I'm saying? And I try not to let it impact you're a, me. You're As a my brave dad would man, say, too. it's not your last meal. <laughs> it's a bra- right. You're That's a brave right. man. There, there, we got, there are more things to, to worry about. Now, it does impact your attitude there for about, oh, for about 60 seconds. You want somebody to answer for this. Oh, right? yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Somebody should. All there right. Ought to be a law. Uh, I didn't get a Dr. Pepper. I ordered a Coke. <laughs> and now I got a Dr. Pepper. They're totally different. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay with us.